I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now today, we're going to be in Acts chapter 5, uh, verses 12 through 16. Now, Bible on the Beach is all about uh, disciples making disciples and churches planting churches. We believe that everything that God gives us in our life, we should multiply. Uh, the, the people that we influence to follow God, uh, those groups of people that go out and start other churches. You know, the reason why we do that is because the best way for people to learn about Jesus is when a new church starts. So that's why we're so committed to it. Uh, anywhere and everywhere, these smaller, wild, humble churches, God's hands and feet all over the place. Very exciting time. Uh, and in fact, Acts is sort of chronicles the very beginning stages of this thing that Jesus called the church. That's why we're taking a look at it. And today we're going to pick it up in Acts chapter 5, uh, verse 12. It says, Now the apostles performed many signs, wonders, and miracles among the people. So <clears throat> God was with the early followers of Jesus in a unique, supernatural way to bring people into the kingdom of God. You know, whenever God works supernaturally through your life and through my life, it's both for our benefit and the benefit of others. If we could just learn this principle that everything God does for us, he wants to do through us, that everything that God blesses us with, it's designed to be a blessing to other people. If we could learn that, it would really change our perspective. And so this miracle wasn't for them to say, oh, look, we're wonderful and we're special. Look how much God want, God uses us because we're so awesome. No, um, God's hand was upon them because he was trying to reach uh, and do a work uh, in them and then through them to bless and help other people come into, come into God's family. Now it says here in verse 13, and the believers were wonderfully united as they met regularly in the temple courts in the area known as Solomon's Porch. So they would go in this area. This was a public area. Uh, and as, their, as the group of disciples uh, began to grow, they would, they would get together and meet in public. Um, often, you know, usually we go down to Sir Coffee every day around 11 a.m. We always run uh, into people. Who, who come on Tuesday nights. It's one of the reasons we, we hang out there a lot. It's important for believers to get together uh, and to have fellowship. And it says that no one dared harm them for everyone held them in high regard. So at first, they were ridiculed. At first, uh, they were falsely accused. At first, they were persecuted. Now, they're in a season where they can do no wrong because God has backed up their life and ministry in such a public, powerful, and profound way that he made even their critics, even their enemies, to lay off. I found in, in my life that when God has been for me publicly and profoundly, it has caused uh, even critics, uh, they, won't, they don't have a stone to throw. And so this is what's happening here. Uh, there was an awe, there was a reverence, there was a respect. Even though people may not have agreed with their message, there was a respect for their life and who they were uh, as a people. That's a great reminder to us. You won't always have people agree with you, but you'll have people respect you. And uh, that's God's favor. So look at verse 14. Continually, more and more people believed in the Lord 
and were added to their number great crowds of both men and women. So one of the things that happens when God is in uh, moving and, and working in people's lives is that he adds more people. And the reason why he adds more people is because God wants more people in his family. Every human being that has ever been born was made by God and God has a plan for their life. And so God always wants to bring more people into his family. Now, sometimes we're ready for it. Sometimes we're not ready for it. Uh, I literally just got off the phone with Mitch and we've had a wild last two years. We started a jujitsu studio. Now I teach the Bible at the beach every day. And now we have uh, trips in five countries this year. And, and I'm in over my head. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but that's okay. I don't have to know what I'm doing. God is with us. God is helping us. And we have to trust him every single day because he's adding things and doing things. And it creates problems. It creates, it creates tensions. And that's okay. God knows the problems are going to come. God knows the tensions are going to come. And, and God knows that, that things are uh, going to be difficult sometimes. So he says, in fact... Now, I just want to pause and say one more thing, that a lot of times um, we think that more people is exciting. It is exciting, but more people, more problems. And so as God adds to the family, as he expands disciples, as he multiplies disciples, multiplies churches, multiplies countries, more problems occur and arise. So just be aware that when you pray for God to expand your influence, <laughs> you get twice the amount of responsibility. It's interesting. I always hear people pray these days, oh God, give me more influence, but no one ever prays for more responsibility. Well, here's the deal. If you want to be a shepherd and you want to be a pastor, you should be praying for twice the amount of responsibility and don't pray for influence at all. Just pray to be responsible for everything that God's put in your path to be a good steward of it. So it says in verse, uh, in verse 15, in fact, when people knew Peter was going to walk by, they carried the sick out to the streets and laid them down on cots and mats, knowing the incredible power emanating from him would overshadow them and heal them. Well, I've never seen this before. I've seen God do a lot of amazing things in my life. I've never seen him work so profoundly through a person that even their shadow would bring healing to whoever touched it. Um, what was that? Is this something that happens today? Uh, maybe I don't know. I've I've never seen it. Just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Uh, but uh, I've never experienced it. I've never seen it with my own two eyes. But all this to say that that God was working very powerfully early on with the early believers. And this is another uh, example of it here. Now it says that <clears throat> great numbers of people swarmed in Jer into Jerusalem. From the nearby villages. Now I want I want to hear I want you to understand something here. That Jerusalem was a center. They were hanging out in Jerusalem. People came from outside of Jerusalem. They came to Christ. They took the gospel back into their villages. This is very important to understand, to comprehend, and to get. They didn't come to Jerusalem every single day from their villages and hang out there. This was, a, this was a miraculous event, and I believe that God was working through Peter, through the shadow healings, we'll call them, because he wanted these people to come to the Lord, take the gospel back out into their villages, and start 
churches, and I believe this is exactly what happened. So God always has a strategy behind miracles. They're not for fame. They're not for notoriety. They're not for uh, influence. They're strategic. God does miracles to bring people into his family, to expand his kingdom through local churches. Very important to see and to understand. And it says here that they brought with them the sick and those troubled by demons, and everyone was healed. You know, people have demons in their life. People struggle more now than ever. This depression's up, suicide up, drug use is up, hopelessness is up, the economy's tough, jobs are hard to come by. People have life is hard. And then on top of life being hard, people also have struggles and their own, quote, demons that they face in their life. And Jesus can set people free from every demon that they face. If, if you need, if you're depressed and you need hope, God's got you. If you're sad and you need joy, God's got you. If you're fearful and you need faith, uh, God has got you. If you need, if, if you're discouraged and you need vision, God's got you. If you feel weak and you need to be made strong, God's got you. All you have to do is pray. In fact, I want you to pray right now. I want you to pray. I want you to say, God, would you work miraculously in my life today? Would the power of the Holy Spirit come upon me, that same Holy Spirit that worked through Peter's shadow here in this text, would you come right now and fill my life, fill my body, fill my mind, and do a new work in me and through me today in Jesus' mighty name. And if you prayed that today, God is going to help you. He's going to give you strength. He's going to give you encouragement. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. We just have to ask for God's help ask for his strength, ask for his courage. He'll give it to us. So, man, I hope this Bible on the beach encouraged you today. That's why I'm doing it. That's why I've committed my life to teaching the Bible uh, about 20 minutes at a time, each portion of it, because I want you to have the tools you need every day to be close to God and that the Holy Spirit will go with you wherever and however uh, he's called you with what you're supposed to do in this life. And if you like this, could you please subscribe to it, recommend it to someone else. This is how I believe God works best through word of mouth. And uh, and then lastly, if it's on your heart to support um, Bible on the Beach and Ocean Water, our efforts at disciple making and church planting, there's a little Bitcoin address at the bottom of this. You can give there. We'll take it. We'll be faithful. We'll multiply it. We'll do God's work with it. And until next time, I hope you enjoyed Bible on the Beach.